0: everyone welcome to the life you want podcast today's podcast is about the truth so it's a very very broad term it's actually inspired by um a, a documentary that I, I'm that I just watched uh, basically I just watched the trailer of shadows dot out of shadows dot org it talks about how Hollywood and the media is portraying how we think and how um, all the media is actually controlled by a few people up there and it exploits some dark shady things like illegal sex trafficking and satanism that we don't know about or people don't talk about so I guess if you are interested in those things you can check it out yep because it is a little dark and can be a little uncomfortable for some people. Um, and I guess it's, it's no surprise, right, um, that people are also influenced um, in other ways. I mean, marketing is one very in-your-face kind of influence. Like, you know it's there, but yet yeah, you know, yeah, we are still influenced by it. So, for example, um, in the, the dairy industry, they have actually influenced us to think that cow milk is good for the bones and is good for the growth of your children. And therefore, it has popularized the, the drinking of milk to, for strong bones and good growth. Um, but new reports have, of course, indicated otherwise and people have been turning to alternative milk like almond milk, oat milk, etc., and the dairy industry has actually seen a drop as well. Also after when people discover that they can actually be lactose intolerant um and that cow's milk may be more suitable for for cows instead of humans. Yeah. Um another thing, I mean a bit of a controversial debate is also how our water contains fluoride and a lot of uh, countries actually put fluoride in the water that is supposedly good for our teeth but not many people are aware of the potential side effects which is calcification of the brain as well yep, I guess um, if you are concerned about it and want to remove it then the way is through a water distiller so with all the propaganda and marketing out there I guess you just have to discern for yourself what's true for you or to do your own research on reliable sources that are out there. And this also brings me back to another memory for when I was in secondary school and in history lessons, Um, when we examine the history, we are always encouraged to find multiple sources to do cross-referencing to see like how reliable is the source or to see like how different sources are saying similar or different things yeah so never knew that i would still be using some of my history lessons now i thought i've returned everything to the teacher and moving on let's talk about some light-hearted discussion on um other very successful marketing out there for example, diamond rings. Have you ever wondered, like, um. Like when, when did it get popularized that men must give diamond rings to women to propose and it's like the the first key to a, a marriage? Like, the key to a successful marriage. And I guess people even think more about, like, what like diamond rings, what kind of diamond rings to buy and everything for their wife, um more than they really think about or discuss about what are the long term commitment in the relationship. Um what is love and like what would they want for each other in the relationship. <gasps> yeah because i guess it's fun or something or it's very attractive or beautiful to to just to focus your attention on something shiny and sparkly instead so how diamond actually became as popular as it is right now and known as the entry to a marriage it actually started um when this mining company de beers they actually hired a New York based ad agency, um NWA, to actually um sell diamonds and persuade sell diamonds as being synonymous with romance and that the measures of a man's love or even his personal and professional success was directly proportionate to the size and the quality of the diamond that he purchased and women are also convinced that the courtship also concluded in a diamond and whether the man really love you depends on the size of the diamond so i actually think it's a very smart idea because they did not just market diamond as diamond i mean diamond is a a precious gems. Yes, it's sparkly, but there's actually a lot of um, other crystals or gems that, they are, they're also very beautiful, right? But why diamonds? Because um, diamonds are have actually been successfully been marketed as, being tied to, romance. And the ad agency also offer a lot of um stories, photos, and magazines to reinforce. The link between diamonds and romance, and in the late nineteen forties, um, the copywriter actually also conceived of the slogan that D B S company have been using ever since, which is, a diamond is forever, even though diamonds can in fact be shadowed, cheap, or discolored. But you know what they are selling is actually the concept of eternity like a diamond is forever, love is forever. And well wow, I really I'm really actually very amazed at their marketing and how they think about it and how this marketing is so successful that until now in the twenty twenties this idea is still around that um diamonds are actually part of you know everybody's kind of entry to the marriage, yeah, which of course the truth is 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 more than that like, in the in a marriage, yeah, but it's also interesting how um like when my friends are getting married and everything, everyone is um quite interested sometimes to to think about the size like the how shiny the diamond ring is and everything. Which is, I guess, something more fun to talk about, um, rather than really you know deep conversations about how a relationship should be or is going to be, yeah. And since we are on this topic of searching for the origins, um, we were looking for cake for my friend's birthday that's upcoming, and because it is the lockdown period we have to search for cakes that um can be delivered and my friend actually have a preference for lemon tarts instead of cakes (laughs) so it's actually quite interesting and I started to wonder yeah so actually who popularized birthday cakes like why can't it be a tart or ice cream or a burger or or like I don't know, just a a plate of rice or something like that. Why must it be a cake to celebrate a birthday? So I turned to my best friend, Google. And it is believed, I found out that it is believed that the first actual birthday cake was actually made in Germany in the Middle Ages where they would celebrate their children's birthdays with cake. And they called the celebration Kinderfest. This actually reminds me of Kinder Bueno. So the version originally um is a like a coarse bread like product and then after that it became like you know more more beautiful with with all the icing layers and decoration and it was first um affordable by the wealthy and upper class due to all the like high price ingredients before everything all the ingredients became more accessible and then Mm, more and more people mm, decided to produce cakes and to make cakes and to celebrate with cakes as well. So all the cakes that you see right now. Um, I think we already spoiled for our choices. Like, we do not only have like bread like cake, but we have um all kinds of chocolate, matcha. We can even put durian cake, and we have like two-tier cake three-tier cake fondant cake or uh, we even have cake where you can put um money inside the cake and then when your the recipient um remove the cake topper it actually put up a lot a lot a lot a lot, lot of money and then and then it's like like okay i've been seeing videos of um you know people giving to their mothers and then their mothers were shocked to see so many money in the so many cash in the cake Yeah And Then we are really Really We really have a lot, lot of um Cake choices nowadays And I also read about um The history of putting Candles on the cake And I don't know How many of you Actually put the The real amount of The Candles In, in your cake I think when I was young um, If I was 8 years old Then we would put like 8 candles Or 9 years old We would put um nine candles but as you get older right and you don't really want people to know your age or you don't want to waste so many candles right I think this um act of putting the actual number of like candles like if you are 39 and then you put three big candles and nine small candles have um slowly been been going down like it's not so popular these days um especially if the younger generation maybe we just um I don't know are lazy to put so many candles but recently we celebrated my mother's birthday and she insisted to put like all, all the candles uh, to fill up the cake because she loved how, how glowy and how bright it looks like. So the history of putting candles on cake actually began in uh, ancient Greece where the Greeks were actually made round cakes to honour Artemis, the goddess of the moon. And the lit candles on the cake represented the glow of the moon And the smoke from the candles actually carried their prayers and wishes to the gods who lived in the skies And they also um, believe that when a candle was placed on the cake It's actually representing the light of life Yeah Yeah and now in the times, we also, you know, always make a wish and believing that we must make a silent wish and blow out the candles with one breath and how we cannot tell the wish to anyone else or it will not come true. Um And it's been a fun tradition every year for me. And I still remember one of the first wishes that I ever made in kindergarten um when I was like six years old. Uh, we actually threw a birthday party at my school, and one of the wish that I made secretly then was that I wish I can sit on an aeroplane. So it was a very simple wish for myself um at the age of seven years old having having um not been able to travel to other any countries by aeroplane before. And the thing is, you know, my dream actually came through the following year where um, I actually got to go to the US by aeroplane and it was a really long flight, like, really long flight. And I remember my ears were hurting from the air pressure and I was crying and screaming out my lungs on the aeroplane. So, yeah, sorry to all the passengers out there then. Um... But yeah, it was the first time that my wish actually came true, and it leaves a very fond memory of birthday wishes and birthday cakes for me. So I hope this podcast offers some lighthearted insight into the origins of the diamonds and birthday cakes and got you to start thinking about the truth and what's really out there. And what's really right for yourself um, What other people telling you Are they really real or are they not And to just set you thinking And explore that for yourself Yep So with that, I wish you A very fun-filled life Filled with childlike curiosity As you explore away See you and bye-bye